Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30 is a great verse. It says this, the one who is wise saves lives. Of course, God, we know, is the only one who can save a life. But God uses us in the process of sharing the gospel with someone. If you've been with us over these episodes on Uganda, you're hearing how God is using all these indigenous church planters in powerful ways as they go into these unreached areas to share the gospel. Today, we're going to hear more of those exciting stories. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is all about a new way to do missions where we focus in on supporting indigenous church planters who are living in their country. They know their culture and language. They're very effective in reaching their country for Christ. Today, we're going to continue our conversation with Pastor Daniel from Uganda as he shares with us several exciting stories of how God is using the Ugandan church planters to reach so many Ugandans for Christ. Well, here we are back with Pastor Daniel from Uganda, and we had quite a session, our last session, as he introduced us to the spiritual warfare and battles that uh, are taking place in Uganda, even as we're speaking right now. And I thought we could go a little bit deeper into that, Pastor Daniel, and thank you for being with us today, and that you could just share with us um, how you train your church planters to uh, go into battle every day and and share the gospel and pray and fast and some of these things that uh, help you guys take the, the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ into these areas where there is spiritual battle and warfare taking place. So thanks for being with us, Pastor Daniel, today. We welcome you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. May the Lord bless you. Yeah, I'm here to share a little bit more of what the Lord is doing in the country through church planting. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I will testify is that uh, God has given us the heart and he has given us the strength and he has given us courage and he has given us faith and then another weapon, the weapon of prayer. I will tell you that I believe that most of the church planters in our country are church planters who know how to pray. They can go before the Lord days and days of seeking the face of the Lord. This is something that we've been doing for years. And this is something that has become part of our lives each and every day. Going into praying, going into fasting. Because we know that without praying, without fasting, we just have a belief that through this, we are able to encounter with God. Because this brings us closer to him. As we separate ourselves and set ourselves aside for God. So as we practice this, we always train our people. I will tell you, Pastor Mark, that uh, uh, we have been able to train hundreds and hundreds of people because this is what God has called us to do. When God called me in ministry, one of the burdens, the passions that he has put on my heart is train church planters, to train people to go out 
to be able to preach the gospel. So we shall always tell them about the ministry, but we shall still share with them what to experience when we go out. So part of what we do when we go out is we train people how to effectively be, uh, how to effectively win souls. And we win souls according to the condition or according to the area because every area has its own culture. Every district has its own language and they have their own tradition. But this does not stop us from going, but we just train, we just have to learn how to cope up and be able to be part of that culture so that we are able to win them. So what we do is we train church planters according to where the church is going to, where the church is to be planted. And then we lift them before the Lord and we teach them and train them the best way. One is house-to-house evangelism. Then we go to schools where to do uh, schools ministry. Then we go to prisons where we do prisons ministry. We go to hospitals. Then we do conferences and seminars where we bring hundreds of church leaders and then train them. And then in the evening, we do uh, an open crusade. But out of this, we always need to prepare people for the work of the ministry, for the harvest, because we surely don't want the harvest. Uh, we, we, because the Bible talks about it, that the harvest is plenty. We always prepare people that after we go and we win souls, we have to come back and baptize. We have to come back and train more people so that they are able to go out also and win more souls. But as we go, we don't have anything to carry. Most of the times we carry two different things. One is faith and another one is prayer. So we go by faith. We move out by faith and we train people that you don't have to see something. You don't have to have money to be able to go out, but you just have to believe God. So faith has become part of our weapon that we just have to believe God every day. And we just have to believe God through prayers that we know and we believe that anything that we have here in Africa or in Uganda is an outcome of prayer. Because without prayers, we surely feel like, like, yeah, you know, so it's only prayers that can sustain us. It is only faith that can help us to be able to go to another level. So we have raised men, we have raised the women, and we have trained them to be able to go out, not because we have anything in place. As I told you, you cannot budget for something that you don't have money for, but the gospel must be preached. So most of the people... Most of the times people ask me, Pastor Daniel, how do you survive? What is your budget for this? And I always tell them, I have no budget because you you cannot budget for something and yet you have no money for it. But it cannot also stop me from talking about it and believing God for it. I will have the budget and someone will ask me, how much do you have? And I will always tell them, I don't have any money. But I believe 
and that God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Do you have anything on your account? Absolutely no. But I just believe that God will shower the blessings and the money will come. So this has become our lifestyle from morning to evening, from Monday to Monday, from the first of November, from the first of January to 31st of December. It is our lifestyle, moving by faith, prayer, and working in faith, not by sight, but just out of nothing. We have trained our people to do that. They have grasped it, and they are continuing to move into it. It is not something that is very easy. It is so hard, so hard to leave your house, so hard to leave your family, and leave them without any money with seven children, with nine children, and you tell your wife that I'm going out to be able to preach the gospel, but I'll come back after a week or two weeks. And you leave them in the house without any amount of money. But God has always been God. And God has proven to us that he has been so faithful that even as we move out to launch into the deep waters to seek for those souls, the Lord has already been sustaining and the Lord has always been helping the families. And we just want to thank God that God has always been faithful. Wow. couple things come to mind here. Uh, one would be just to go a little bit deeper with what a typical day looks like. And you mentioned a week or two even for some of these church planners, Daniel, that will go out door to door into unreached areas. Can you talk about that a little bit more? You know, how much distance they walk uh, many of them, most of them don't have motorcycles, but we've been able to get a few motorcycles, how that helps. Can you can you just, a typical day with one of these church planters that's going door to door, what is that like? How do they approach these homes? What do they say? They're obviously going with prayer. They're prayed up. They're entering into a spiritual uh, battle, you know, context. But how do they move out from their home? Just give an, exa- an example of that. Maybe even an example of someone who recently, you heard the story, uh, who came to Christ and how. uh, uh, Can you kind of share on that a little bit, Daniel? Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, we do house-to-house evangelism. And if house-to-house evangelism has also been very effective. But, But Pastor Mark, this is, I'm talking about people coming, people leaving your home or leaving a place and you go three to six miles where somebody is going to be walking from house to house from one community to another community. So I'm talking about where you go to a community where there is one house here and there is another house like 600 to 700 meters away. So when you go to this house, when you enter there, some Sometimes they receive you, other times they won't. Because usually when we go, we have Bibles. So sometimes they will see the Bible and they will never want you to go into their homes. But others are so receptive because they are are troubled. They have been going through a lot. They are uh, having a lot of trauma with so many problems and challenges, domestic violence, AIDS, death. So 
they are desperate, they are disappointed, they are rejected because this has been their daily bread. So when you go to them, most of the times, sometimes they receive you gladly. So as you share the word of the Lord with them, mostly when you go out, these people receive Christ because you have time to share and they will ask questions. And at the end of the day, they will receive Christ as their personal savior. But one of the challenges that we usually come across as we go is that this family will ask you for a Bible. Now you are going, you go to a family where they are like probably an average of 10. And then the father or the mother in this house will tell you that, please, could you give me a Bible for us all? Now, 10 people want one Bible to read, but sometimes you don't also have anything to give but you give them the word. And then from there, you are going to move to another place. At the end of the day, three, four, five, six miles, you walk back to your own house or you walk back to the, to, to the place that we set up, sometimes that one that we call our camp. So we just go and camp in one place and we shall distribute like 30 people to go in a community. And they will all go at once. And after some hours, they will all come back with some testimonies. So this is how far the Lord has hoped. <laughs> In one way or another, we have seen so many people becoming church planters out of this. I will tell you, Pastor Mark, that uh, at one time, this I, I have so many people with so many testimonies that have become church planters. But let me just share with you a time that we went into the prison and we preached the message and we found this man who had a put on a capital offense. So he was to be uh, uh, in prison for years or else he was also to be killed. So we just happened to go to Palisa. This is in Eastern Uganda. And we preached in this in, uh, and this prison, as we are going on house-to-house evangelism, and then going to this prison, this man gave his life to the Lord. We told this man that God is going to release you. And by the time that you go to court this week, your case will be uh, abandoned. I mean, you, you will have no case to answer. So one of these men went to court. And then guess what happened? The judge told this guy that, you know, you are free. So he came and find, found us to the crusade. And he came screaming and shouting and jumping. And he was like, I'm free. I'm free. I've been released. And this man became a very great church planter in the eastern part of Uganda, Pastor Mark. And we celebrated him. After that, we had to train him to become a church planter. And he became a church planter by opening up a church. Out of him, he has been able to plant so many other churches. And this was a result of us going into this community and finding ourselves into a prison where we went and asked for permission. And they allowed us to go into and we preached, and this man became a church planter. Now the heaven 
is celebrating hundreds and hundreds of souls out of this man who was once in prison where evangelists were able to find him over there, preach to him, and eventually he gives his life to the Lord. And today he's a preacher of the word of God and the Lord is using him mightily in this end time. And I know this is just multiplied again and again and again. Pastor Daniel, I know you're being so humble. And uh, what I witness when I traveled with you is exactly what you're talking about. We would drive for miles in our vehicles through jungle areas to unreached areas where church planners would literally walk. And I would ask you, are they walking this far? And you would say, yes. And we would come to these areas and it's dozens and hundreds of people that are turning to Christ. I get these reports from you every three months, and then we talk, actually, a quarterly report that you send official, but then we're constantly talking, and I'm always hearing about (laughs) so many people who are dozens and hundreds of people that are turning to Christ through these church planters. There is a great harvest that is taking place all throughout Uganda, and what a joy, what an incredible privilege it is for us to be a part of this. Pastor Daniel, I, I think some of our listeners, uh, as we think about hundreds turning to Christ, which is happening, uh, you'd mentioned Bibles. And how much is a Bible, a full Bible, that we can put into your hands? Because I know you're short on Bibles to give away. How much are Bibles for us to get those to you? I know that the Bible will cost between 10 and $15. Okay. Those are some of the Bibles that we can use locally uh, here here in our country. Okay. Well, we'll have those on our website. I think we may even have them on there right now, but we will definitely uh, make that known and continue to do our best to get Bibles as well. It's so exciting what God is doing through these church planners and, and the vision that God has given you. It's, it's just thrilling to hear <laughs> how... Prayer, though, is at the heart of it all as you guys continue to go out. I hope this is helping our listeners pray for you, uh, all of the church planners that we support. And I'd like you to talk a little bit about that, Pastor Daniel, and what this $50 a month has meant to you guys. Because for years, you would go out and live on faith without there being any money in your homes. And now, you know, since we've been able to partner with you, you're getting that $50 a month. What does that mean to you, your church planners, to receive that support from us? Thanks, Pastor Mark. $50. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is unexplainable. Someone might not even know how much this money has helped the 59 pastors, church planters in my country. For somebody to wake up in the morning knowing that I have $50 a month, that has helped many more to be able to move out and be able to plant more churches. Because, Pastor Mark, the the reason is that we used to go out. Many church planters used to go out, not even expecting anything. But they used to walk miles and miles not even leaving food at home, not even their children going to school, not even having water to drink on the way, 
not even having transport because they could not even afford to buy a bicycle or even a motorcycle. But now out of the $50, some of the church planters have been able to pay at least some school fees for their own children. This is what used to break my heart, Pastor Mark, is to see a church planter helping dozens and dozens of people in the community where they all come for rescue in the way of domestic, domestic violence. People come to the church. People come to the church planter where people were taking drugs, where people were taking alcohol, where people were, uh, 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 you know, doing all this kind of uh, immorality. And then the church planter stands in the gap to help these communities to be able to be revived in the spirit. And you find out that the church planter has helped so many families to reunite, so many people to be rehabilitated in the spirit. And now their children have no school fees, have no money to go to school. This was breaking my heart. But I just want to thank God that the children of the church planters, I know all of them cannot be able to use the $50 to go to school, but I know that at least one or two are now able to go to school out of the donation that is being given. I know that out of the donation of the $50 every month, church planters can have food on the table. I know that out of this, food, this money that has been given, I know that church planters can now have transport to be able to go out a little bit deeper and be able to preach and win more souls for Christ. And this money that is being given out to all the church planters in Uganda has helped so many church planters to be able to train more church planters with an open heart. And everybody is celebrating. You'll just need to hear this, that each and every church planter, out of all the stories that they give, this is the statement they say, that if God has been able to remember us, then God is real. Mm. If God has been able to give us this $50, then we shall go more and preach the gospel. If God has seen us and he has remembered us at a time like this, then let God be God. So these are some of the statements that's, that the church planters will always share with me and with us all. It is an indication uh, that it is in a blessing. It is a blessing that, that church planters have been blessed so much by receiving $50 a month. We also want to take this opportunity to thank you that thank you so much for the donation that has been given. And I know that we still have very many more churches that are going to be established or that are already in existence, but we are yet to confirm them. We shall be doing that in the near future. But the ones that we have, we celebrate and we say that thank you for the donation. It has helped many to be able to become great and mighty men and women of God. Wow. 
Well, Daniel, it's our greatest privilege. It really is to partner with you. And I know our listeners, they feel that way. They really do. Uh, I think about Paul's words where Paul said, and I just want to share this with you, Daniel. I've known, I know, I think I've shared these words with you before, but Paul, what he said to the Philippians, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you there in Uganda. I always pray with joy because of our partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It's just our greatest privilege. You know, God has blessed us to be a blessing, uh, Daniel, to be involved in the Great Commission and uh, to partner with you in Uganda. And Daniel, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your love for church planning, for church planners. You and Erica are just amazing, beautiful people that I love so much. And uh, I just thank the Lord for our, you know, these moments we can share together where I think we get a bigger picture of what God's doing around the world, what especially he's doing in Uganda. And the Lord is moving in our hearts to pray for you, to continue to support you and and I just thank the Lord for uh, this segment that we could have. Please say hello to all of those church planners that we love so much. And uh, thank you so much, Daniel, for this time. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Mark. Don't you just love Pastor Daniel's heart and vision to reach people for Christ in Uganda? I love it when he basically says, I have no budget, but that doesn't stop me from talking about it. <laughs> what faith? Is God speaking to you about coming alongside Pastor Daniel with that same kind of faith from God and supporting the work of the gospel in Uganda? Here's your action step of the day. Go to 360serve.org and support an evangelism project from Uganda or any country that God places on your heart. All these projects will help introduce so many people to Jesus. Or maybe the Lord is speaking to you about supporting an indigenous church planner for, for the very first time. Thanks for letting your faith lead you, just like Pastor Daniel's faith is leading him. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not share it with a friend today? Thank you for joining us in this episode. As we're nearing wrapping up this series featuring Uganda, in the next episode, Pastor Daniel, he's going to share with us the amazing story of the vision that God has placed deep in his heart. We're so excited about our ongoing partnership with Pastor Daniel and all the Ugandan church planners to reach Uganda for Christ. Until then, may the Lord bless you.